Hi, I'm Lindsay Mills, and you're listening to the Sunflower Bridge podcast, where we talk about being with children. Last week, to mark our 30th episode, we resurfaced our second episode ever, a conversation about Sunflower Creative Arts' core mission and inspirations. This week, we're replaying part two of that conversation. If you're new to the podcast, these last two episodes really provide a foundational understanding of what our organization does in the world. As usual, we are so grateful to you for tuning in and listening. We hope you enjoy. I'm Susan Caruso, founding director of Sunflower Creative Arts, and you are listening to the Sunflower Bridge podcast, where we talk about being with children. And I'm Lindsay Mills, co-creator and director of Sunflower Bridge. Take a breath and smile with us. Yeah, I really need to take a breath right now. (sighs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. This is part two of our conversation about the guiding lights and the wise ones and the mentors in your life. And I'm really excited to get to the part where I get to share about how Susan became my mentor. (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, started filling in for Susan initially. That was our first connection was that for more than 30 years now, right? Circle of Song is our oldest running program. It's our flagship program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beautiful uh, parent and child sing along. And Susan is a wonderful musician and knows more songs, more children's songs than I have ever known anyone to have in their Rolodex. It's really impressive how you know a song about everything. <laughs> and uh, so I, we didn't even meet for a while after I um, be, was asked if I would be willing to fill in for you. It was the first time that you had ever given Circle Over to somebody else mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there was a, a conference of one kind or another. Right. And so, wow, uh, I felt honored that I was trusted with the uh, the responsibility of, of bringing the music to the kiddos at Circle of Song. And I, I felt immediately connected to Sunflower's whole attitude, the, the, the feeling that you get when you walk into our home in Delray mm. Beach. It's so warm and welcoming, mm-hmm. and there's a real family feeling that you get. So I I felt that. Uh, I think the mood preceded you, but then when we did uh, finally meet, I felt an instant kinship. I just we were we we just yeah we were like really powerful magnets, boom, you know <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Fell in love. Mm-hmm. Just fell in love. I looked you up when, uh, before you came and did Circle of Song, I looked you up mm-hmm. on the internet as we do. <laughs> yes. 
even we old folks, and uh, found some of your performances and um, some of your writing, and I just fell in love all the more. And um, the response that I got back from the families that had you in Circle of Song, they, it was a different approach and a lovely approach. And so it was just great. I thought, wow, it couldn't be better. <clears throat> yeah, it was a, a huge blessing. I had just moved back to South Florida, where I'm born and raised, from New York. And very similar to your story, Susan, how you were in the city and then... Uh, kind of started fresh in South Florida. And I really didn't know what my my path was. I had finished college and started working with children in college in around 2009. And so I, I was looking for my path forward. I didn't know what was next for me. And out of the blue, one day you asked me, do you know anyone who might want to be a teacher in the Seedlings Preschool? And to your surprise and mine, I said, oh, me. Yeah, I was so shocked because, you know, I knew how busy you were. And, um, you know, so I, I, just, I, I, of course, I would have asked you directly if I thought that that was a possibility. Um, so to to for you to say, you know, and I did, I use those words, you know, anybody in your friend circle might like to, you know, be a seedlings teacher, or have those kinds of credentials. Mm-hmm. And you said, yeah, me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I had to pull the car over. <laughs> because it was like, That's so perfect. Yes. Yes. Really? For sure. Yeah. So it was great. Yeah. And that was definitely, uh, the moment when I, I really fully fell into the, the magical community of Sunflower and became very connected to the mission. Uh, To repeat the mission, actually, um, Sunflower Creative Arts' mission is to empower children to be confident, creative, and compassionate through play, nature, and the arts. (laughs) Just, Just that. Just when I heard it, I thought, what else do I want to be doing in the world? <laughs> that is what I want to do. So it was so very special to receive those early days of mentoring from you when I was first becoming a full-time teacher in, right. in seedlings. Yeah, and it, it takes – it's your learning through experience. Yes. So it's not like I'm telling you, okay, now this is how this is going to be. You're creating your own your own um, being as a teacher, your own relationships, your own – interpretation of the philosophy and what Mm. you do and what you don't do. (laughs) Sure. Mm -hmm. And getting to see you with the children really informed my, my ways as a teacher. And I remember my very first visiting day before I began teaching, I was in the space and it was lunchtime and you had your guitar (laughs) out and instead of just holding court and playing the song and saying, come on, everybody sing your ABCs. You were asking, well, what do you have for lunch today? Well, what's in your lunchbox? Oh, let's see what you're munching on. And (laughs) I just saw you asking questions and, and they would answer. And then you'd, you'd write a little line, like just sing a a quick melody, like, 
Cody has peppers today. <laughs> Melody has apples today. And eventually there was a child who had chia pudding. What a delicious um, snack. Yes and, yes. and you started a little song just right off the bat and, and I jumped in. Yeah. It was so great because I kind of threw you under the bus. You know, I would say, chia, chia, chia. Chia, chia, chia pudding. And I said, Lindsay, come on, jump in with us, you know? And, and she didn't hesitate. And that, that was when I knew, oh, yes, you are, you, are, you are the person that I need right now. So we learned a lot from each other. Yeah, jump, jumped right in. And that little guy, he's, he's, he's quite a bit older yes. now, but he remembers the song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that is, see, those are the memories that we treasure where... It, it wasn't you uh, forcing a child to consume. The, this is the song that I'm singing. You right. you taught me that uh, uh, being with children means leaving some space for the children to to be right as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, that give and take, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Um, that reminds me of a time when when uh, that that particular point just really hit home with me. Um, it was earlier in uh, Sunflower's history. We were we were in the in the church space, and um, one of the one of the seedlings, who was probably three or four, was dancing in the middle of the room. There was no one else was there. Maybe a couple of kids were zooming in and out, but she was dancing. She had her eyes closed and she was dancing. And I'm a musician, so I thought, oh, I'll play music for this child. You know, I will accompany this lovely dancing. <laughs> you know, mm, should I play the flute or should I play the guitar? Got the guitar. I'm playing, you know, she's dancing, still with her eyes closed. I'm playing for about three seconds. That little girl came over to me, got all up in my face and said, stop! <laughs> stop right now! I can't hear the music in my head. I can't hear my music. She had music. Oh, my goodness. She didn't need my music. Mm-mm. I was really intruding. It just was such a huge lesson yeah. for me, you know? She she didn't need my music. Who, who am I to think that I have the, the answer for her, you know? Mm. Bev Boss would always tell stories like that, too. But this was my, oh, my gosh, you know? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, who am I? The adult lens, like we talked about in our first episode, right? And thinking, oh well, I can make this all the better because I'm an adult. And um, so, I mean, I still really feel that whenever I tell that story, I can feel it, feel the way I thought. I was horrified with myself, you know. And but I didn't, I didn't kick myself or anything. I, I just said, oh. I always need to ask before I think, you know, and so, you know, what I do, what I, what I always did following that was, hmm, tell me what, what you guys are doing. You know, mm-hmm. do you need any music for this? And sometimes they would say yes. Mm-hmm. And I'd say flute or guitar or tin whistle. Mm-hmm. And they would tell me, you know, but lots of times they didn't, they had their own thing or it would be an intrusion, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, huge lesson and what a, what a strong, powerful little light. Yes. She was for me and um, for me not to make that mistake again. Yeah. Sunflower has that way of turning that hierarchy of education on its head where 
a lot of times we as adults get into a habit of assuming that we know what's best and that we are the lesson givers and the children are the students and the ones who are meant to absorb the lesson. But what about the reflexive kind of reciprocal version of that where we offer something, yes, but the children offer something too? I think it's real um, obvious when people come to visit or like in our build and play program, when we take that out to after school programs and community centers and things like that, um, it becomes all the more clear that we need to get out of the way of the children and that, that this being with children and um, working in children's spaces is really a workshop between the children the, and sometimes the parents, like in seedlings, because it's a parent cooperative, the, the parents are that second layer, mm-hmm. and the teachers. So it's a workshop between the three, and we always, always hands down learn the most from the children. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, like we were saying in the in the first episode, you know, the way you see the children when you do shift your lens um, is very enlightening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first I want to say thank you, Lindsay. We have such an amazing connection. Um, we complement each other. You know, we're, I'm like your grandma and, and your soul sister at the same time. Oh, yeah. We have so much fun together. We laugh a lot. We do. And there's a lot of joy. So um, it's why I wanted you to be my co-creator for the Sunflower Bridge programs um, because you bring you bring that that youth and that intelligence and that voice from your generation that's the future you know and that's that whole you know for me to be able to pass that all of my stuff down to you is a gift for me because i've got it all i want it i want it to be out there and through each of each of the people at sunflower i'm just i'm really grateful and thank you for the kindness that you've you've shown me and the patience that you've had and the understanding that you've had with me <laughs> so i know it's Aww. not always an easy thing thank you susan for the gift of your presence in in my life i am amazed by the the breadth of of what i've learned from you at it is uh, so much related to children, but also finding that connection to the inner child and holding on to the the best things about about us that that we we know when we're children. We right. I feel that is so such a, a core piece of of what you the legacy that you leave and it's an honor to get to form it forge it with you and for many years ahead right yes Yes. (laughs) thank you for listening in and joining us and if you want to connect some more with us you can send us an email at lindsay l-i-n-d-s-e-y at sunflowercreativearts.org or on Instagram at Sunflower Creative Arts. The Sunflower Bridge podcast is kindly sponsored by Schweitzer Musical Productions.